The sponsor for The Shepherd's Crook for the month of April is Zero Mile Mark. For a limited time only, listeners can head over to ZeroMileMark.com and take advantage of the free tent promotion. Zero Mile Mark is a veteran-owned company that strives to offer high-quality, active outdoor sports gear. They're on mission to get people outdoors by offering an array of products like tents, backpacks, hammocks, sleeping pads, lighting, and more. All sales have a 30-day warranty and ship via two-day shipping to 97% of the United States. It's a free tent. It's easy checkout. It's fast shipping. Head over to ZeroMileMark.com and add any item into your shipping cart. And when the cart exceeds $30, a tent will appear automatically for $0. It's ZeroMileMark.com. Check it out today. I personally know their owner, Brian. He's a great guy, and he's partnered with us to do a great giveaway. It's a 35-liter outdoor pack and their dome tent. You can follow the links in the show notes and sign up today. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. The Shepherd's Crook exists to provide care, counsel, and resources for pastors. You can get more information at theshepherdscrook.co. My name is Jared Sparks, and I'm a pastor. Come alongside other pastors, reminding them of the chief pastor. Welcome to the Shepherd's Crook Podcast. This is episode 88, and today I want to talk to you about mission and vision statements And I'm going to do so by talking about the book One Assembly by Jonathan Lehman. Just read it. want to make a few comments about it. It was a fantastic book. I'll put links in the show notes. But why don't we go ahead and pray, and then i got a couple updates for you. I'm going to talk about the intensive a little bit, and then I want to get to this book. Lord Jesus, thank you for your grace that's always present in our lives and that's here to empower us, to embolden us, and to and help us just to be reminded there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And we just thank you for that, just the good news of the gospel. Help us today, and in this season when it's just so weird to be shepherding people when we can't see them in the ways that we normally do, help us, give us wisdom to navigate how to do this, and God, we trust that you're going to do that. Give me wisdom as I talk about mission and vision statements in the book One Assembly, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay. Well, first, an update. Last week was one of the three weeks that I missed putting out a podcast since this podcast began. And so thanks for your patience with me. I'm back this week. So I went turkey hunting last week, and I did not get one. My friend Joey Hawkins, who's a board member of the Shepherd's Crook, went out with me and showed me the ropes. And we heard some turkeys, but we did not see a turkey. And apparently, turkey hunting is a little bit harder than deer hunting. Deer in southern Illinois are everywhere. We have, I mean, up to 14 deer in our yard, and they're here at our house weekly, almost daily. So we just see deer everywhere. And turkey are not as abundant. And so it's a little bit harder. You've got to scout more. You've got to be more persistent. And so hopefully next year, next year is going to be the year that I get a turkey. Uh, the intensive is still on. Some of you have asked. I know a couple of you have said that you're not going to be able to come, but we have a really good group of guys that are going to be going down to Eminence, Missouri, May 5th through the 7th. Circle B Campground is still open, and we still have a green light to float. So we plan on being there on the 5th and getting back on the 7th, and I want to encourage you to come. We're going to be talking about pastoral ministry, and the theme this year is the manly pastor. We're going to talk about why it is that God has called only men to be pastors and why this work is masculine work. And so please consider coming. I know everybody feels cooped up in a little bit of a cabin fever right now, even though we're having a great time with our families. We've not been able to go to conferences. You've not been able to just do the normal things of life. And so I think this can provide for you a really great opportunity 
to get out and to do something new. Maybe you're not a typical outdoorsman, and here's an opportunity to do a 50-mile canoe ride down the Jack's Fork River to camp out a couple nights and to talk pastoral ministry with a group of guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. I want to encourage you to come. It's 175 bucks. You can go and register at theshepherdscrook.co, and you just pay, and you're registered. I'll be giving you information. All you got to do is bring your tent. Uh, if you need a tent, you can go to zeromilemark.com and pick you up one for free. If you just buy something for 30 bucks, uh, you guys have heard that ad. So anyways, hope you make it. All right, now, One Assembly by Jonathan Lehman. I love Nine Marks. I have for several years. They put out really good books. They've got a they've got that nine book series. I think it may be ten book series now on ecclesiology. That's so helpful. Little books, 120 pages or so, that really are they're just lucid and helpful and just biblical. And this book is not in that series, but it's kind of in that stream of books. And as Lehman finally answering what Mark Dever and Jonathan Lehman have been talking about for years about this one assembly business, they've been talking against multi-service and multi-site church models for decades. And now this book, Lehman has put together his thoughts in three chapters. It's only 120 pages or so, and it is very poignant, and it is very bold. There are some bold statements in there to multi-site churches and multi-service models. And and I just want to highlight today one part of chapter three, but make a, com- a couple comments on the previous chapters. In this book, Lehman is somewhat Eugene Peterson-esque. Eugene Peterson was coming against the against the megachurch in the 80s and the 90s. And he was saying things like, a megachurch is not a church, there's no such thing as megachurches, uh, things that nobody else was saying. I mean, just nobody was saying this. I mean, megachurches were just like, that was a thing, it was an accepted norm. And you fast forward, it's kind of a part of of the megachurch model, but multi-service and multi-site models, as stated in his book, have been such a part of the accepted norm that nobody has questioned them. And nobody has really gotten to the Bible and said, okay, what do the scriptures have to say about this? It's just kind of been of a, shr- a shrug the shoulders kind of thing. And, well, we're just going to do this out of necessity and quote unquote good stewardship. And so Lehman really just dives down into the word ecclesia and talks about assembly in a really helpful way to help us understand this one assembly business that they've been talking about for years. And I just encourage you to read the book. It's really fantastic. But in this third chapter, he he said something that I've been thinking about for several years and encouraging guys in, and it was really affirming. When you've been thinking about something for a while, and then you hear somebody else that you respect say something that you've been thinking or you've been saying or counseling guys on, and you've not heard it from anybody else, when somebody finally says it, you're like, oh, good, I'm not crazy. That's that's fantastic. And he says it in such a better way than I had ever said it. But here's what he says on page 113 about mission and vision statements. And I think this really hits home with the concept that the pastor church planner doesn't have to be entrepreneurial. And all the entrepreneurial expectations and all the businessy expectations that are on planters today can be such a wet blanket on a heart that just wants to shepherd people and plant a church and preach faithfully and, and properly administer the ordinances, it just wants to create a biblical culture. And then you hear all these things during training and equipping and all the stuff that goes into trying to get funding to be a church planter. And there's some really, really good things. I've been a beneficiary of some of those really good things. But there's so much of it that's just an entrepreneurial spirit. And Lehman just cuts through it on page 113. Here's what he says. For example, why does every young church planter these days feel compelled to articulate a mission statement and a vision statement, which then they regularly rehearse on stage, in videos, and in all the church literature? If you ask pastors for the first 2,000 years of church history what their mission statement was, they would have looked at you with confusion by the question and then probably opened their Bibles and pointed to the last verses of Matthew 28. 
I don't doubt that pastors today mean for their vision and mission statements to teach and remind the members of who they are and what God has called us to do, but the medium is the message. And what these statements simultaneously do is distinguish their church from the other guy's church. And I think Lehman is right on. I think much of what we do today in the church planting world, and even in just the church world in general, is driven by business principles so much that we've actually convinced ourselves that local churches, individual local local churches, can have unique missions and visions compared to other local churches. And friends, I think this is nonsense. I really do. I think Lehman's saying it's nonsense, and I think we really need to evaluate it in light of the Bible. Do local churches get to have their own mission and vision? Really. I mean, if there's 20 churches in a town, do 20 churches have different missions and different visions? The Bible has prescribed for us what our mission and vision is. We have one visionary leader. And if you buy into the model of visionary leader and leadership culture in general, the leadership is a gift in the scriptures. I and mean, we need leaders and we need to be leading faithfully and biblically. But just like I said a couple weeks ago, though, the idea is follow me as I follow Christ, not follow me as the visionary leader. And so Lehman says in a better way some of the things I've been trying to say and help you with, help you to think through. I just want to encourage you to get that book and read it and be challenged by it. Let's think through and pray through biblically some of the things that have just been the accepted norm of the church planning culture and of the church culture over the last 20, 30, 40 years. Let's get into the scriptures and ask, what does the Bible have to say about this? Do I really need a vision and mission statement different than the Great Commission? It's a great question. And I encourage you, get the book, it's in the show notes, read it, and let me know what you think. Jonathan Lehman, if you hear this, thank you for writing it, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit theshepherdscrook.co. For care and counsel, please call, text, or email to set up a session. You can follow The Shepherd's Crook on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And please consider sharing this episode and leaving a review on iTunes or whatever other podcast platform you use. And let me encourage you to remember Jesus Christ.